If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sports, I am Jacob Brown. Joined here with Steve Cash, and we have an interview with former Tampa Bay Buccaneers center, Randy Grimes. Uh, he is here for his 12th year at Radio Row, um, and he spent 10 years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Randy had spent many years battling an addiction to painkillers that he had developed while trying to treat cancer, uh, career-related injuries. He now uses his inspiring story of recovery to help victims of drug and alcohol abuse. And uh, you're here with us now. Uh, first of all, how you doing? We're here at Radio Row. Big weekend for the Bucks. You're a former player with them. How's it feeling seeing them in the Super Bowl here? You know, I'm just I'm so excited for the fans, first of all. You know, they, they, they've been with us through thick and thin since 76, through the creamsicle days, you know. They, they've been there. They've been loyal. They've been sitting in the stands. They've been selling out the stadium, you know. In and, and 2002, we gave them a treat, but that was out in California. Uh, now to be home in our home stadium, being the home team in the game, we're, we're everybody's excited, and I'm excited for them. Absolutely, and uh, you know, absolutely, and, and uh, you know, it's it's tr- really truly amazing that you got the Bucks at a home game at their own Super Bowl. I mean, what would you be thinking as a player? W- would you be going into that thinking, okay, our our fans are there, we have that support, we play it like a home game, or are you kind of trying to think, okay, this is the Super Bowl, let's kind of treat it like that? Well, I don't think you ever forget that it's the Super Bowl, and, and, I, and it's not like they're going to be in front of all their home fans either, but they should be used to it because they've gone the year now without having the, the, the crowd packed in the stadium. But home field advantage is home field advantage, no matter what kind of game it is and, and, and what sport you're playing or anything. So the fact that they're in Raymond James, you know, the Buccaneers are going to have that small advantage. Back when they signed Brady, I didn't know how much gas he still had in the tank, what he was going to be able to provide. Obviously, he proved us all wrong. (laughs) Physically, he's still as good as anybody out there right now. But I think it's that air of confidence that he brings in that this young Buccaneer team, when they come back to the huddle to see somebody like that as their leader, their quarterback, I think that's made all the difference. And I think it's paying off. Or you've seen it pay off now in these last three road games where they were, you know, that's almost unheard of to go out and win on the road like that in such big games against tough teams. I mean, Green Bay at Lambeau, oh my gosh, that, that's huge to win the game. And playoff games are so much different than uh, regular season games. There's so much on the line and guys really get jacked up for it and they play their best. So you can imagine what the Super Bowl. Yeah, and to have a calming presence like Brady, he's been there, done that, and, and these guys that aren't experienced in Super Bowls, they have that guy, and, and even Gronk as well. You know, obviously he's he was with Tom Brady during those years. Um, so there was some news coming out of Kansas City the other day that uh, their offensive line's a little bit banged up. Uh, do, do you think that's a big factor? I mean, you played on the offensive line. You know, if, if you were going into a big game like the Super Bowl and, and two parts of your offensive line aren't there, how hard will that be to adjust for them? Well, I think it's going to be huge if it's a center or either one of the two tackles. You know, I think that's where the, the, the biggest problems will come from, and that's through the quarterback exchange and then pass protection for the uh, tackles. 
uh, we're going to win the game. The Buccaneers are. <laughs> and I don't want to win it that way. I'd rather have all their starters in. I want it to be a fair game, and I, w- I want to know that we were the best. And I, and I hope that it's not because of guys who have been around somebody with COVID or something like that, and that's why they don't get to play the game, because I want them to be able to experience this. You might not ever make it back. But um, it's going to be a great game, and uh, hopefully everybody's out on the field. And, you know, I'm so tired of this pandemic and this virus and COVID and hearing all that. I'm ready to get back to the way things used to be, and to sports especially. Yeah, and so uh, <coughs> speaking of, like, an unprecedented year, you know, it's a much different year than last year. People are buzzing everywhere, and now everyone's spread out and everything. And reading your story and relaunching the Pro Athletes of Recovery and Speaking about like COVID, everyone being isolated and everything, and you know the challenges of recovery you know, during COVID. There, you know, what would you say to like people that are you know, struggling with addiction and like and struggling with that you know, aspect of life right now, not being able to cope and you know, reach out to other people in this time? Well, and we are in the middle of a pandemic within a pandemic. We already had this huge crisis going on even before COVID started. And then all of a sudden the COVID comes in and it shuts us down and we start isolating. We don't reach out to people. And I want people to know, first of all, that, you know, my job is to kind of help tear down the stigma that's associated with addiction that keeps people from raising their hand, whether it's for pride or guilt or, or shame or whatever it is. I want people to know that this can happen to anybody and it does. But it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not ask for help. So that's the message today is, you know, get over it, get past that pride, past that ego, past that guilt, that shame, and put your hand up and ask for help because there is hope out there, there's help out there, and there's resources out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't know if you want to expand on your current projects right now, the White Sands Treatment Center, uh, helping the Victor Recovery High School in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to touch a little bit on that. Yeah, and uh, real quickly, you know, I started Athletes in Recovery because I knew there were so many other former players out there struggling like I was when I came into treatment. That was September 22nd of 2009. I crawled the last 30 feet through the door, and I finally got to that point of surrender and, and of humility where I had, you know, I knew, I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I had to have help. So, you know, I knew there was other guys out there that were going through the same thing I was, and there was no resources out there for former players at that in 2009. So Athletes in, Re- in Recovery was started to work with the Player Care Foundation with the NFL, and we do that by sending our players to White Sands Treatment Center here in Tampa, Florida. And, you know, it was, such, it was so successful. You know, we, we, we were helping hundreds and hundreds of former players. Once they found out there was resources and help available, they started raising their hand and coming in for help. All of a sudden, Major League Baseball gets involved with it in the NHL, in the NBA, and we're even working with uh, former jockeys, uh, former fighters, former race car drivers, former golfers, former tennis players. Pretty much every sport you can think of has come through pro athletes in recovery. And we're, I'm really grateful to be able to stay connected not only to the NFL, but to athletes in general, because we all have the same issues when we don't have that uniform to put on anymore or that locker room to sit in anymore or that playbook to look at. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's very awesome that you're doing that, reaching out. And, you know, you think about pro athletes, they think they're invincible. And, you know, with this platform, you think these guys, you know, don't go through it. I have family members, friends, and family that you know, battle have battled addiction or going through it now, and you know, it's it's good to see other people reaching out to these you know these people that are struggling with those same issues, and you know it's it's humbling, it's sobering to you know, to 
see that, and it's, it's everything you're doing. It's awesome. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I want people to know you can get in touch with me at uh, proathletesinrecovery.org. Or, uh, of course, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sober Center 60, and also through White Sands Treatment Center uh, or, or whitesandstreatment.com. Uh, get in touch with me. But the main thing is put your hand up, ask for help, reach out. Absolutely. And, and just hearing you talk about all that, it's just uh, it's very admirable what you're doing for former players, not just in the NFL, but for all sports. Uh, helping people through these tough times, uh, not only like Steve said with the pandemic, uh, but through the already ongoing pandemic of, uh, of drug addiction. And um, what, what do you think after, you know, once you do raise your hand, what do you think the most difficult part is after that? What, what do these centers help with once you, once you get there? I think for me, it was about surrender, you know, finally giving up and finally deciding to not do things my way anymore because my way wasn't working my way my way got me to where I was at and it was about surrender and humility and uh, you know listening listening to people you know and doing something you know with me I needed to be accountable even after I discharged from my treatment center I, I stayed in treatment for 90 days and even after I discharged I was still scared to be out there on my own because I didn't trust myself yet so I would come back on the treatment center every day and just pick up cigarette butts just so those people that were my new safe people could see my eyes and hear my voice I needed to stay accountable and that that was the difference for me this time was staying accountable and that was 11 and a half years ago and I'm grateful that I was still, you know, when I came into treatment and I crawled through that door and I had that real desperation to stay sober, it seems like even 11 and a half years later, I still have that same desperation every day to stay sober because I know what life is like when I don't. Now, that's interesting you say that, you know, because you, you know, it's, it's very hard to do something like that on your own to, to sit there and say, you know what, I got to do this. And, uh, you know, I, I can't even imagine, you know, going through stuff like that. And, and again, it's very admirable that you're helping people out with this. So uh, real quick to end the interview, I know you said the Bucks are going to win. That's right. Uh, do we got a final score prediction? No, but I do say about 10. I say the Bucks are going to win by 10. And uh, everybody keeps looking at me like I'm, like, I'm, I'm a wackadoodle. <laughs> and I probably am, but I've, I've just got a good feeling. And I think it's going to be about 10. No, yeah, I mean, you've had, I mean, all three weeks now, well, not the Redskins game, but, you know, the right. two weeks before that, I mean, everyone's picking the, the Saints and the Packers. I mean, you know, we're sitting here like, you know, well, actually, Steve, you know, i got to tell you this. He, he put a $100 wager on the Packers ju no, just out of superstition. So he's got to <laughs> do the reverse psychology. Uh, he might have to do that one again to okay. keep that buck streak okay. going. Whatever it takes, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, once again, thank you for Thanks doing for this with me. us. And, uh, again, Go follow you on Twitter. You said it earlier. Uh, Sober Center 60. Sober Center 60 on Twitter. Everyone go follow him. It's an absolutely incredible thing that you're doing. And um, so, yeah, that, that's it for the interview today. Thank, thank you, you to Randy much. Grimes. And uh, hopefully we'll see you next year in Los Angeles for at Radio sure. Row. I'll be there. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate awesome. it. Thank you. Thank you.